Welcome to Inside the Upside Down on the Mike Ricksecker Audio Journey on MikeRicksecker.com. Welcome to Inside the Upside Down. I am Mike Ricksecker, author and ghost story. And with me is always, these days now, <laughs> Shauna, our chat shenanigator from Edge of the Rabbit Hole, and of course, a writer herself. So we are going to be talking about orbs tonight, spirit orbs, ghost orbs, whatever the heck you want to call them. Um, real ones to me are illuminated balls of light, and we'll get into some different examples and what have you. Um, do we have any opening business to take care of? Oh, yeah, this guy. <laughs> so you guys have submitted a lot of great names for the skeleton back here. We need to go through all of these. Uh, there's still a couple trickling in, and uh, Shauna, I, I think there's some good ones in there. Yeah, there's pretty good, there's a lot of them. <laughs> there are. A lot. So hopefully by the end of this week, we'll, we will have that poll up, and then you guys can start voting on the skeleton's name. So, um, I'm looking forward to it so we can actually start calling this guy something. Yeah, he needs a name. Yep. Yep. We've got Zara. Did you bring Zara in? No. No. Okay. Zara's in the house. Nope. Zara's in the house now, right? She's in the house. She's in the house. All right. She's proven herself harmless. So. Yep. But we're, she's still a trigger object, though. So uh, after every investigation, I'll make sure she's calm and I'll keep her out here for a night and then I'll bring her back in. Sounds like a plan. So we'll see how it goes. Um, we do have some investigations coming up and we will be happy to share those with you here in the very near future. But we're gonna be talking about orbs tonight, something that we do see and capture sometimes on investigations. And I'm already thinking there's one video clip I forgot to load up, but maybe I'll kind of sneak it in there. Um, Karen's like, Shauna is now a writer. Yeah, Shauna is a writer. And she's submitted several stories to the Encounters with the Paranormal series. So, And she's written some other things as well. So just not published, but yes, yeah. just, just, it's not published. <laughs> Probably not going to end up with Haunted Road Media. Right. No. So in any case, um, yeah. So, okay. Prime example of, I almost knocked my phone off the table. Prime example of orbs. And there's like a ton of them here. I mean, spirits galore. Let's get into it. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at all those spirits. Look at all those ghosts. Oh my God. This place is loaded with them. If any of you are sitting there saying, oh my God, those are all ghosts, those all have faces, don't stop it right now. Yeah, because, we're being facetious, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I, I told you in the last year, I was going to be brutal in my honesty, like I always am. So if you're, be, be ready. Be ready. Yeah, this is not a crap ton of ghosts. No, no, you it's know, not. This is a prime example of a dust storm. So we're going to show some different examples, but. Um, you know, I don't know how many times I've gotten photos like this from people that have been like, look at all these different spirits. This place is so haunted. You know, it's filled with hundreds, thousands, you know, however many different spirits that are no. roaming around. And now, I mean, you can see on the floor all the dust. Right. And then a lot of the buildings that we go in like this, like this one, abandoned, but they're always dusty because they're abandoned. And nobody's in there doing the housekeeping on a daily basis like a functioning building would be. So you can pretty much guarantee that 90 some odd percent of the orbs that you see are going to be dust. 
or moisture or bugs. I mean, it is what it is. So, yeah, in that particular one, I mean, that was an abandoned level of that particular um, building. So there was one functional level there in that building, the first floor, and then everything else had been abandoned. And that particular level, yeah, it was it's all the crap from the ceiling that basically fell to the floor and you know it was kicked up all over and not really good to breathe. No. <laughs> uh, but they certainly were not spirits. They were not ghosts. Um, somebody take and that one was actually one of my photos that, that I had actually taken on an investigation pretty much for something just like this. Like let's get a dust storm <laughs> photograph um, just to be able to show people, hey, you know, this is this is dust. Uh, when it's in the air this is what it looks like and um you know i know shauna that you were you know saying something about faces and let me bring that back up and you know people will submit photographs like this and say well you know you can see a face in this one and that one and that's just you know your mind your brain trying to make sense of what you're seeing and a lot of times we we've recognized faces all over it's the place matrixing yep it's visual paradoia it yep. is you want to see a face. You want to see something bad in there if your mind will trick you into thinking. So that whatever pattern is on the wall behind that that dust particle, oh my God, it's a face. I saw one the other day. Someone sent me a picture. It looked like Jack Skellington. And I was pretty happy because it was Jack Skellington, but I had to break the bad news. That That's... It's not Jack. It's not Jack. And it's... Jack's kind of a fictional character. 99% sure it wasn't a spirit either. So not to say that that building didn't have any spirits in or didn't have any energy in it. I'm just saying dust particles are not spirits. Yeah, and Karen Whitaker is saying, so people think these are little floating heads? Yeah. Pretty um, much. People do believe that, yeah. Um, you know, I, I remember when I was first, um, when I was writing Ghosts of Maryland, I'm not going to name drop the person because it's actually a, a bit of a critique, um, but she was and because I was interviewing people for the book and so she was telling me about all this spirit photography that she was that she had taken and she was sending me photos and you know basically describing you know, you could see you know you know two eyes and a nose in this one and a mouth and somebody's face in this one and all this and all the different orbs and I ended up throwing all of that out for the book is like I, I can't I can't use that um but you know she was supposed to be a you know pretty legit person in that area and so i was pretty disappointed actually misinformed yeah well, she'd been around for a while though which was i don't know she'd been listening to the wrong people yeah. perhaps and i think people want to see you know we go to a haunted location and we know i mean some of these places we go and we know they're haunted like you know that particular place with the with the dust storm for, photo we know it's haunted you know um you know, a lot of the, you know, houses that we go to, not necessarily a residential house that we're trying to figure out if it's haunted, but more of like, you know, a historic home that, you know, umpteen hundred people have investigated and we pretty much know it's haunted and, you know, people that we trust have, you know, previously investigated or we've been there, we know, but um, I think people take these photos and they just like, I know it's haunted. I want that to be an orb so bad, you know, for that proof, for that piece of evidence. And it's, it's just not, you know. It's just not. It is right. what it is. I want it to be too. You know, I hate that some of the stuff that we get, yeah, you can hear it on audio or yeah, it was a personal experience. I hate that it's all that. I like it. You know, I like that there's something, but I would like for there to be something that I can see 
and that I can't explain, you know, because my I automatically blow almost like 99% of everything I see in a picture, I blow it off. Even if it's one that I took, even I'm like, well, I don't know. It's like, nope, Shauna, you know that it's probably now if I get like a ball of light and I didn't use flash that might be something I'll probably save that one and let a hundred other people look at it and tell me what they think including professional photographers you know I know I didn't doctor that picture you know if if why why in the hell would I discredit myself by doing that and shame on everybody who's ever done it my way <laughs> Not saying that anybody in this room has done it, but we all know somebody that's done it and will peddle it as paranormal and screw those people. Anyway, I will let Yeah, because I want some sort of recognition for, well, you know, so-and-so right. took this pick and so now they're famous because of a pick or what. And that's what they're looking for, the five seconds of fame. Right. So Adam Tillery has a uh, interesting point in here. I find this kind of funny. Uh, he says, the irony is that a majority of them could be dead skin cells, which kind of makes them actual images of dead people. <laughs> just true. What is it, like 80% of dust is dead skin cells, which is kind of disgusting to think about. But so Adam has that- a point dead skin you're yeah. breathing in <laughs> that's true though Oof. um adam i have two words for you actually not for you for hannah woo woo <laughs> drink up <laughs> <laughs> all right so um i'm gonna go ahead and uh, share one that is an actual or photo and you know over the years i've gotten very very few real photos because they're very very difficult um i've really kind of lucked into this one it was the first moment i ever stepped into uh black bear church never got enough you know we'll they'll save that i'll hold that thought for a minute um but i've never gotten one as bright as this for a photograph uh since then and that was uh eight years ago so that's how hard it is to actually capture these things so there's the dust storm let's go to illuminated ball of light at black bear church so yeah this was right as uh, i walked into the building uh it's kind of above the pulpit area there you know it has its own illumination this is an orb did you use your flash i did but it was one that we actually saw when we walked in so walk in you see it there you take a picture of it boom there it is so surprise it stayed well, it was gone after that. that. It was gone after that because the very next pick, because it was like, whoa, you know, so I took multiple photos. And actually, I should have done that. I should have taken that because I do it for another example here later. Um, but very next photo, it was gone. So we think it went up. Yeah. So, um, but that's an illuminated ball of light. Um, so Bria's saying that doesn't seem to have light around it. Um, no, it's within it. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more because we have some balls of light stories. So, uh, but this was you know, really like the major one that I've captured here. Um, like I said, very, very hard to actually get them on to a, uh, um, a photo like that. But you can see it's very, very different than any of these. Yeah. You know, I mean, all the way down there at the end of the hall, that's a light from outside. That's because there's a... Uh, at the end of the hall, there's a window that goes outside. So that's a uh, street light that's out there. Um, but it's very, very different. Whoops, hit the wrong button. But that, I mean, you don't see anything else around it either. It is solely by itself out there. And that's it. 
So yeah, Chipper Terry saying very bright and clear. Yep, Karen, that's huge. Yeah, it, yeah, it was big. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I've never captured anything like that again on camera. Not like that. I have one like that, but I don't have it in my possession anymore. No, oh, so you don't and have that it? That was at Lovejoy okay. Cemetery. Uh, I took it, and I was using just a digital camera then. This was before my camera phone. Okay. Right? So I, I took a picture, and when I looked at the screen, and I, and I didn't see it with the naked eye, right? So I was just taking a picture of the monument just because I thought it was cool. And um, it was at night, you know, so I... I was like, well, do I use my flash? Do I not use my flash? Um, I will I always take a picture with, and then I take a picture without, just mm -hmm. because, you know. Well, I took a picture, and on, on my digital camera screen, it was a, a big, gigantic, you know. It looked like someone took a whiteout pen and just went right on my screen, you know. I was like, what in the hell is that, you know? And we took it home and blew it up, and it was just like, Looked like the moon sitting there. Wow. Only down lower, you know, and in scale to the monument, it was pretty good sized. I mean, I was like, dang, you know, I hadn't down, not been able to do it since, you know, and then I took, I took, I always, I snapped like several pictures, you know, again, always took, bing, 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 always do three, you know. Right. And then, uh, and then I saw, I was like, wow. And then I, so I took some more and it only showed up in just the one. So interesting i mean yeah so a couple things here we have a ten dollar super chat from tom mcnicholas he says need to wash off any dead skin <laughs> good luck because you'll still have more dead skin in a few minutes but you know you, you kind of have to get it off so. um and then bd flint says apologies for my absenteeism tons of work in a mighty siege of fibros got me exhausted by showtime hope everyone is well take care and have a great show thanks bd um bd flint course one of our deep down the rabbit hole patreon patrons and also does a fantastic job of retweeting all of our stuff out there on twitter and is a, a great support so thank you bd and she just dropped down a 20 dollars super chat wow <laughs> thank you very much bd really absolutely appreciate that and you know we hope you're feeling better and um enjoy the replay later when you catch it so um yeah she's a she's a great great woman so um all right so so we've seen a dust storm. We've seen an actual illuminated ball of light. Um, moisture. So I'm going to throw this one in there, which um, let's go back to orbs. This one is also taken at Black Bear Church another night. Um, again, kind of thinking along the same lines because, you know, back then, I was getting actually a lot more people sending me pics back then than they do now. And maybe people are becoming a little bit more wise for the wear. I don't know. But um, you can kind of see here throughout the little spots. It wasn't raining hard. It was kind of like a little bit of a mist in the air. And I'm using my flash to try to get the um, uh, the church in the photo. And you can see the, the spots around the photo there. And that's, you know, basically moisture. So not quite as um, bright as the, uh, as the dust storm. A um, little bit more translucent, but you know, again, this is one of those where, you know, I've seen people throw me photos of um, stuff from a misty night, and you can kind of tell, you know, from some of the stuff in the background of the photo where it's, you know, a, a misty night, and you know, they've got all these orbs in the photo, and it's like it's it's moisture. So, um, yeah, it's one of those where it's like, 
on a uh, on a misty night like that, basically you're, you're throwing all the photos out. The only thing you're kind of hanging on to is stuff that like you, you may be able to look cool on Instagram for you know yeah. creepy nighttime photo or something. So you gotta be careful of the moisture picks as well. Um, and then I had one here, one more from uh, Black Bear that I want you guys to go ahead and take a look at and see what your assessment is. And uh, so I think this will be kind of interesting. So there is this photo, which 99% of the time I would throw out is dust. And I'm not saying I see a face or anything stupid like that in there. Um, the reason why I have always just kept a question mark on this is because it's under the cement siding there. So you can kind of see how it's underneath and not in front. So whatever this is, is back behind the cement or in the basement area there. And usually if it's, you know, a dust, I mean, it's basically anything that, that's like within a, uh, a few inches of the camera. And this is not, I mean, it's several feet away. And so that's why I've always left a question mark on it uh, because it should be full circle in front of the cement and it's just not. Um, I still, I still want to chalk it up to dust. I want to see what people down in the uh, chat say about it. I still want to chalk it up to dust just because of the physical properties of it. I just want to know how in the world dust being back behind the cement like that was able to produce a half circle like that. Was it maybe getting ready to come fly out from under there? It's, it's hard to tell. I, I think it should have made a full circle. Uh, here's the thing is that a few seconds later, or maybe not even a few seconds, it was like, you know, maybe one or two, whatever. Um, I took a second pick, and it's not there. Hmm. So this is why it's always left a question mark to me. It's like, I want to say that's dust, but I can't confirm it being dust. And I'm not going to sit there and say it's an orb either. So it's like, what the hell happened here? <laughs> There's something wrong with the laws of physics right here. You put it in your WTF file. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shauna has a WTF file. And uh, BD Flint say, look at it under FLIR. Well, I'm going to have a FLIR. <laughs> um, Bree Jones is saying, could be a reflection. But it's a very interesting light pattern. Uh, is there anything reflective on the wall above that? No, it's just all cement. It's just all cement. So it's, yeah, it's really, it's just odd. And yeah, Shauna has a, uh, Shauna has a WTF file, just throw things in there. It's like, you, you can't say it is something that's paranormal, but it makes you kind of scratch your head as to like, what in the world is going on with that one? Yep, that's where we used to put all of my audio files until I could, you know, explain it, acknowledge it, prove it, you know? And until I could, until there was something concrete that I could be like, yep, that's who that is, or that's, you know, what that was about. That's what, you know, sometimes we get names, you know, and be like, oh, I don't know who that is. And we kind of stick it off in the WTF file because we don't know how it's relevant. And then you find a chunk of history and you're like, well, okay, well, there's the explanation because there's that name, you know, so now we can probably bring it out. 
That's what that's what's in my WTF file. <laughs> that's what's in her WTF file. Yeah, and that's one. I mean, it's I haven't had an official WTF file, but if I had one, that's been sitting in there for eight years. <laughs> um, beat three airspace, saying energy dust. Um, Robert's asking, does dust move that quick? I mean, if there was a upflow draft, perhaps, perhaps. Um, or you know, maybe it should be you know a little bit higher up in the pick or something. It, it's hard to say. Um, let's see, there's a couple other comments about it. Uh, Sean Old Smith was saying, looks like it's peering out to see you. Judy thinks it's a real orb. Um, and Bree loves the idea of a WTF file. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's a, oh, it's a great idea. Um, so Sherry is saying, I didn't see the dust orb or bug. I saw a miss at the bottom of the metal rod. Okay, so are we just ignoring something that's actually here? So let's see. Miss at the bottom of the metal rod. So we have these railings here. I think she's talking in here. Now that is, just to let you guys know, that's the basement with the crawler that I've talked about, although we did not experience the crawler that night. Um, so I don't know, do you do you see something down in there? I mean, I see a change in the light right there, but it could just be the flash illuminating yeah. that area down there. And if there's any discoloration in the ground, it's gonna be the lighter parts of it will be illuminated mm -hmm. a little lighter. I don't I don't see a mist, but that is that's just me. I just don't see it. Right. That doesn't mean it's not there to somebody else. I have no idea. Yeah, and Donna says, I don't know, I'm impressed more by the ones that seem self-illuminated. Mm -hmm. Which, yeah, I mean, I I quite like that one better yeah. than that, for sure, for sure. Um, and Bree Jones says, I can see the fog, but I think it might be camera anom anomaly or actual fog. Um, it wasn't... Um, it wasn't that kind of night. It was a different night that we were there where it was more misty, rainy. This was a perfectly dry night, nothing like that going on. Um, in fact, there were some photos I took later took later on where the moon is like bright and shining. I was getting photos of the moon above the church. So, um, yeah, a little bit. Uh, it was a different night than other nights there. Um, and Kathy, could you show the pic without the orb or or dust. Um, yeah, so I'll go back to that real quick. So there you go. And you guys wanna study that one for a minute? Um, well, I will bring up uh, interface death. So Justin says, maybe the walls are bright. The edge of the dust seems like it's behind the edge, but not. Um, I don't know. I've always seen it behind the edge, so. Um, while you guys are checking that out, I'm going to bring up something else that I didn't have a chance to actually um, sneak in here. So, see, media source. I'll just the one by the locks. It's not an orb. It's oh, like that's not an orb, but that's, yeah, that whole sweeping thing. thing. Very, yeah, very different. So, oh, I didn't use flash neither. That was pretty cool. What I want to show them, though, is the one of you. Um, and I don't know why it kicked me all the way back there. So I know you guys are stuck on that one pick for the moment, uh, but we are bringing up the the one where you ended up feeling uh, sad. And so 
Which, oh, which show did we do that on? It's a video clip, yeah. Which show did we do that on? Um, I wonder if it's in... Nope. So, um... But you guys, I think, are familiar... Well, many of you are familiar. Some are not with the one um, where Shauna was... It's not going to be there. <laughs> where is it? The the one that actually affected Shauna. And so it's it's hard to make sure of what exactly it is. I'm not seeing it here. That's a cafe. Cemeteries. Crawler. Um, we just showed it on a show, like two weeks ago so those are I'm not seeing it damn it is it a picture or the video it's a video um all right well I gotta take it off because we've been on sitting here on one pick forever what it's in a goldenrod one it's a go yeah it's yeah, the one in the goldenrod yeah what were we doing yeah, it was just a couple weeks ago. Just two weeks. Yeah, so Bree is saying she still sees the fog in that pic. Um, uh, Kathy is saying the orb or dust is being blocked by what is underneath it, so it looks like it it might be, I don't know if she's saying sold or solid. Um, yeah, it's interesting. So uh, I want to bring up that one because it's, it's interesting because usually in any other video clip, in that particular one, I would probably chalk it up to something in the air, whether it was bug or dust or something like that. But the fact that it heads right toward you, and like a moment later, you are suddenly just totally affected. You know, um, I didn't see it. No, you didn't see it because you were kind of standing off on the side. I mean, I just had the camera set up. Uh, videoing me trying to like do a trick like dancing trying to trigger activity with annie up there thinking annie was still there it wasn't at the trick no it wasn't yeah it was a trigger objects video we did it as a trigger object yeah the music was the trigger object maybe all right so let me try to bring that up here <laughs> i'll just dump it right straight on here so that um any of you guys remember which episode we did that on? Because we just did trigger objects a couple weeks ago. We did trigger objects last week. Was See, it? that's that's yeah, that's Zara and that's the parapooch. Know where we had it? <laughs> um, that's yeah, haunted history demons. I I don't know where we did it at. That's the cafe, and that's it. Um. Let me go straight to, I don't know, we've got, I'm going to show them me kissing you at the grade school. <laughs> yeah, I don't see that there. Um, <laughs> shoot. Sorry, guys. Um, maybe you post down here where, where we did that. So Jesse Marie says, my orbs I saw are classified as angel orbs. Um, interesting. So, um, Tom McNicholas says, I saw a square orb in one of my picks. <laughs> That's a little different. So, uh, Nichelle says it was the one when she was with the doll in the chair. So, that is the trigger object one. 
or haunted dolls. Let me look in the haunted dolls folder. You go back to I know this is all this is all dead air time, right? This is like bad. <laughs> um if it wasn't in trigger objects. Let me go to haunted dolls. There's nothing in there. So I don't know. I must have just gone straight to wherever it may be elsewhere on the on the computer. So I don't know. So one of the do we still have a goldenrod thing? That's goldenrod return. Goldenrod return to. I don't know where it was. And I ah. Okay. Well, we're not gonna be able to show. We're just gonna be able to describe it. So. Um, yeah, that was, that was essentially it. So basically, the um, the camera setup it was night vision, and it was on me, and we're in the, uh, the upper floor of the Goldenrod Showboat, just kind of dancing. Basically, um, this was like our first nighttime investigation there after we'd first gotten access back to the Goldenrod, um, and. Prior to that, my last experience had been the thing with the ear and Annie, and we had heard that Annie liked to dance. So, set up some music. I'm trying to, you know, dance, pretend dance, whatever. I don't dance. <laughs> and Shauna was kind of off on the side, not in the camera's view. And you see this orb-type object kind of angle itself down through the view of the camera towards Shauna. And like I said, normally I would chalk it up to maybe dust or a bug or something like that. It, but it, it went straight, it wasn't like... It was moving pretty fast. It was moving pretty fast. <sighs> and then suddenly, you were upset. You walked through the view of the camera all upset and then I kind of like tracked you down to you know, where you, you went to the windows. And so... Um, you know, that was one where it, it may have actually been something that, you know, was spirit, some sort of spirit energy that affected you. Right. So, um, I don't know if you actually ended up with a uh, an opinion on that. I mean, after watching it, you know, I mean, it kind of, you know, it, it was definitely one of those where after seeing it, you know, I'm kind of like, oh, okay, well, if if what happened afterwards had not have happened, I'd have been like, eh, it was dust or bug mm -hmm. flying around, you know? Uh, it just happened to be flying in my general direction. I would have just blown it off. But considering what happened right afterwards, you know, um, was it a coincidence? There's always a chance, but we're going to... We're gonna hold it in high regard that it was probably something paranormal. Probably, probably. And everybody's trying to figure it out. Donna's thinking it was in Most Haunted Memories. Candy's- Yeah. You think it was in Most Haunted Memories? Yeah. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was it, that was it. That's definitely it. Okay. I so let me let me see if I can go back and find that. Sean yeah. Sean's saying that he saw it on Friday Night Ghost Rights, which you would have seen it on Friday Night Ghost Rights at some point. And Candy says, wanna be in one of your memorial showboat videos. It is on a showboat video, but I'm looking for like a clip that I took out to was, like show on here. It was haunted memories. It's haunted memories. Yes. Okay. So let me um let's go find that real quick. In media source, we'll go to browse. 
and um, back to let's see documents on road media upside down I'm telling you guys my folder structure <laughs> and I I don't have a haunted memories folder I must have grabbed them from all the different specific <sighs> folders because I didn't make one from there so it's yeah it's wherever that clip is somewhere on the computer I just took it and threw it into the presentation so uh, we're not going to be able to show it. We could show we could show them because I know it's sitting here because I I know it was in this folder. Um, is the actual Twinkle, which isn't here. I'll show this to you guys. This is not actually. I don't think I would consider this an orb. Come on up and introduce yourself. To and it goes so Mind fast, if you blink, yourself. you miss it. And I'll play it one more time. Come on up and introduce yourself. Come on up and introduce yourself. And even, even sitting here at the computer, if you don't look at it at the right angle because of the way the, um, the screen works, you won't see it. It's just because it's so small and it's so fast. Like they always are. Yeah. And so... I don't know if you chalk that up as an orb. I mean, it's it's energy. It's something. Whatever they are, they follow me everywhere I go. Everywhere we go, no matter where we go. Always see them. We saw them over the weekend. I saw one. Um, but back near, you know, this closet. Yeah, that's where you first saw it. was back near that closet. Yeah. Yep. I was just kind of sitting there, kind of tired, and all of a sudden, what? You know, totally not expecting to see anything, really. But. But there it was. There it was. So, um, I mean, just trying to, th I guess, maybe think of the properties of it. It's hard to tell. I mean, I'm guessing it's round. I mean... It, it it's it's like hard a to star. know. It just looks like yeah. You know, it it's, you know? it looks like a star that's up in the sky. Yeah. But stars are big balls of light. You know, light years, millions of light years away. Yeah. Well, except our own sun, which is <laughs> close by, but it's round. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you chalk that one up as an orb. I mean, you you call it a twinkle because that's what it does. Yeah. It just flashes. Yeah. You know, it's there and then it's not. Right. I'm going to try to do a search on this dance. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is annoying me that I can't find it. Nope. Um, I have no idea what I would have called it. <laughs> uh, I'll actually put in the word orb. Nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying here. Annie? I could try Annie. Whoops. Any ear blow clip. <laughs> that was an audio. Uh, okay. But um, speaking of the goldenrod, you know, we had some other orb activity happen there. And that, again, it's like, do you chalk it up as an orb? Because when we saw it in two different forms, its activity of flight up in the air was an orb. Was an orb. A big yellow ball of light. Yeah. 
Um, Roberts got it nailed right here. Haunted Goldenrod Showboat Return Part 1 at the 1809 mark. (laughs) 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 All right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, And uh, Judy, we'll get your question in, in... well, I guess we'll answer this, and then we'll get to the the story with the um, uh, another golden round story. So, do you think portals can just make themselves? Um, I mean, I think there's reasons why they open up. Um, yeah, I think there's actual um, physical, scientific reasons for it. You know, they there's actually, um, I think it's. NASA has determined this with some of the different satellites that they have up there now that there is actually a recurring portal um, in space between the Earth and the Sun that basically it's the Earth's magnetic field when it is deflecting the, um, um, the solar wind coming off of the Sun that that point there occasionally opens up as a portal and that's nasa saying it so would you say that's a portal making itself i guess so where does it go who the hell knows <laughs> you'd have to have some sort of craft in that place at that exact time to be able to to figure that out so yeah. and you can't time it i guess it's kind of random or they haven't figured out a, a real pattern yet so um so, um, our our goldenrod story. So, yeah, that was. It ended up being a yellow ball of light, translucent in nature, that was dancing around the showroom. It was big. Yeah, it was like the size of a like a grapefruit. Yeah, I mean, it was big. Grapefruit, softball. Yeah, it was big. And it wasn't coming from outside because all of the windows were boarded up. So it's not like it could yeah. be, and it was up for all the different places that it bent, that it went before it was an illuminated yellow ball of light. You know, there was nowhere for it to come from. It was its own thing. It was its own source. Yep. Um, and the way that whole thing started, and that's what kind of drew me to it to begin with, is the fact that everything was boarded up you know there was no exterior light lighting coming from anywhere so it was shauna her friend tara and i it was after an investigation had finished up we were doing uh, ghost of the goldenrod events um it's cold mm-hmm. <laughs> it was cold like hats layers gloves type of yeah, cold it was yeah. cold at the very end of november it was the saturday after excuse me after thanksgiving so, you know, a lot of people have asked the question, you know, when it comes to this event, you know, was it a you know, firefly, a lightning bug? No, it was totally the wrong season, and it was less than 30 degrees. Right. So, um, yeah, it wasn't that. So, when I first saw the thing, Shauna's sitting on the ground to my right, Tara's sitting on the ground to my left. I'm basically, like, standing up in the middle between the two. I had my flashlight on the floor, pointed up into the lobby area. Um, There was basically a huge hole in the wall between the showroom and the lobby at that point. Um, And there are some things that we're noticing down in the lobby areas. We're we're chatting, seeing some things and whatnot. 
Um, the first time I saw it, I just kind of like blew it off. Um, it was late and all that. Um, it actually came down at an angle uh, between Shauna and Tara toward the floor. Um, but again, like I said, I could just kind of blew it off because, like, okay, you know, it was translucent, it was late, you know, there's dust, you know, all over the golden rod, so whatever. But then, shortly thereafter, I noticed next to Shauna, this it was about maybe three inches long, a bar of light that showed up next to her. She didn't see it, she's talking to Tara, they're going back and forth. Um, you know, at first I'm like, did, did I kick my, <laughs> you know, kick the, uh, the flashlight I had on the ground? No, I hadn't kicked it, it still pointed straight out into the lobby. You know, kind of looking around a little bit and everything's boarded up. Um, so I walk around Shauna to, you know, right above this bar of light. And I'm like, you know, going like this, kind of moving my hands around and trying to break what I thought would be a beam of light coming from somewhere. Where is it the source of light coming from? And I wasn't breaking any beam of light. I did notice that there was a slight V shape to it, you know, though it was very, very narrow. Um, and then it did this weird fluttering movement like this back and forth and then was gone um the ladies are looking at me like i'm crazy you know like okay what the hell is he doing so i kind of try to explain what it is that i saw of course they hadn't seen it because they're looking at each other talking to each other and then looking up at me what the hell is he doing um so then i saw as they're looking at me <laughs> as i'm explaining it i saw kind of whoosh around shauna that translucent yellow ball of light and i'm like oh there it goes you know like around shauna and they still didn't see it because he's running around he's like going like this and we're not seeing anything nothing didn't see anything didn't feel anything didn't hear anything nothing nothing yeah so um but then it was up in the air and going back and forth all over the showroom and then we saw it and then they saw it for a while for yeah. like four minutes yep. it was four or five minutes it was just we're like oh there there it goes again oh i saw it again there it goes again you know it's like no uh, no video of course because everything was dead yeah all of our batteries but, were dead of course <laughs> but yeah and i mean still while it was going on there was like no sound at all no um we did have an audio recorder going i still had my audio recorder that i keep on my sleeve um, so that's how we know it was like four minutes from when it started till when, you know, and finally saw it go up and out. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're listening for a voice, listening for a voice. I've gone through that clip. I don't know how many times. I know I've played it for you guys before. Uh, it's in some of the different videos. So a number of you have seen it. Anybody who's new to the channel, um, after you subscribe, go check it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, there, there's no audio. Uh, coming from it you just hear us making these remarks about it flying around um you know we're saying wow you're quick and tara who's a uh has some psychic abilities i guess she's a bit of a medium i, I don't because that was the only time i've ever met her so i don't know what all she's got going on but uh she she heard in her mind um it respond i know you know like it knew it was quick <laughs> So, um, this is a thing that we have chalked up to possible fairy. So, just because of its 
the behavior that he saw because, of course, I didn't see it until right. after it was a ball of light. Yeah, I'm the only one that saw it, saw it as that bar on the ground. And so, you know, so for them, they saw it as an orb dancing all around the showroom, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, but I saw it originally, actually not originally, I originally saw it as a translucent ball of light, and then I saw it as that bar on the ground, and then I saw it as the as the ball of light again. Yeah, so it changed <clears throat> its shape yeah. two times, you know? But, I, but then I noticed that the twinkles, I started seeing them a lot more often after that. Right. A lot more. And then... You know, I'd be like, "Oh, there's." They seem to one. follow you now. Yeah, they're they're everywhere. I mean, they don't. I don't see them in the house, but um, just even if I'm out in the yard, or um, there's sometimes I'm driving home at night, I'll swear I see one. You know, and I'm just like, "What the hell?" You know, is it like, is it legit following me? You know, and then, you know, we'll go to another, go to another city, go to another state. You know, and it's just like, boom. You know, so are, is it following me or are they just around and then they're like, oh, okay, there's someone that we can probably <laughs> do a little show for, you know? I mean, I don't know. I've asked them. Uh, I don't I don't hear anything. They don't want to talk to me or whatever. So I don't know. Still trying to figure it out, you know, and that's also in conjunction with that whatever the heck was making that big arc down by the uh, by the locks, which is just a couple miles away from where the goldenrod sits, so it seems like you know some sort of entities that like to hang out there along the water, you know, which coincide with some of the different myths and legends and all that. And I I take those with a grain of salt, although also knowing that there's a nugget of truth in there somewhere. So we did all that research, you know, trying to figure out okay, what exactly is a fairy finding all the myths and folklore and then we just we put out feelers for people with personal experiences seeing what we had seen and not necessarily all the myths and legends um so you know it's still out there it's still out there you know yeah. have you seen this sort of activity where it's something that changed from like a bar of light into an illuminated ball of light that we would call an orb that's a real orb right. that's a real orb so um B3 Airspace says, I think you're being protected, Mike, by that arc of light. That's a nice thought. Wasn't in really any danger, but... <laughs> Just from mosquitoes big enough to carry you off. There were some mosquitoes down there, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd still really like to find that one clip for them. Just to have, mm. just to have you guys have another clip. Um, I just don't know. If I try goldenrod, there's going to be a lot of stuff that pops up. So, yeah, because there's all the photos. Um, yep, I don't know. It would be nice uh, just to have you guys to have another visual because that was kind of, you know, kind of the point with orbs is a visual, right? <laughs> uh, corridor clip, that's not going to be it. Um, yep. And those are actually the big raw files, and so that's not going to work here either. So, I don't know. I know it's in there somewhere. But go, um, Robert put that down in there. Let me go ahead and grab the timestamp for you guys again. Um, 
what was that? I know Donna had posted it up in here, which was more dead. And and Katie Palmer says Tinkerbell. It kind of you know it was that's what that's why we were like thinking fairy, um, because it really mimicked Tinkerbell. You know the the way it's de she's depicted flying around in the Disney films. So um, yeah, Robert found it. Goldenrod Showboat Return Part One is the video at the 18 minute and 10 second mark. So check that out. And so we had a question down in here from Sharon Lane. Shauna, do you believe you could have a spirit guide that follows you? You know what? I hope so. Do you know why? Because everybody's always like, oh, you've never met your spirit guides. I have never been able to meet my spirit guides. If I have, I am not aware. And I would think you know, our body is such a significant experience for everybody that's ever met them or knows about them, and I don't think I ever have. I, I can't say with, you know, 100% certainty that I have. So if that's what that is, then is that all it's going to, I'm going to know it by? You know, just this little every once in a while, <laughs> whenever I go places, I mean, shouldn't it give me a name? I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works. No, I'd love to know because I've been told a couple of times that I have like 10 of them. I, I don't know. <laughs> My sister says whenever I come over to her house, stuff happens. Right. Hey, and maybe you have one that's a twinkle and then another that's a dragonfly. Because you've been having a lot of dragonfly activity I lately. Wanna, it's, what would you call it? Like your spirit animal or your... your you're familiar. You're familiar. Your you're totem, totem animal. animal. Yep. Because dragonflies are just everywhere. Like I said, one was in my car one time and rode with me from where I live to uh, Alton, which is about 35 minutes or so. And I had my roof open, you know, and it kind of just sat over there in the windowsill of the other, of uh, the passenger side. I left my, my door or my window closed. So... But, and then finally, whenever I got to Zen, you know, I got, I was like, you know. Maybe I just wanted to go to Zen. Yeah, I was like, you, <laughs> you got to go now because it's, you know, it was hot that day. And I was like, I don't want to, you know, have you to bake in the car. But I don't remember it going in. You know, I didn't see it get in there. So I don't know how long it had been in there. But then it just kind of zoop, up through the top. And that was it. And then there was another time. Um, I was on my way to Zen. <laughs> and I was going to tell you, it, yeah. it just wants to go to Zen. And I had my window down and I was just on Godfrey Road, which is like the main drag in Godfrey. And there's just cars, traffic everywhere. And I'm sitting at a light and I had, you know, my arm out the window and poof, <laughs> dragonfly. I'm like, whoa, you know, so I kind of put my hand up. So as I'm going in traffic, uh, I'm not like blowing it off. And it kind of stayed with me for a minute. So I was like, you know, maybe I have to, you know, maybe I need to give this more consideration maybe. because I see them a lot lately. I didn't used to. It used to be butterflies. You know, every time I go somewhere, one would, either, one would land on me every you, time. You've leveled up. I leveled up. <laughs> um, Shay Carroll is asking, have you ever seen rod style light anomalies? Well, we're just kind of describing that so that, yeah. you know, three inch bar of light on the ground and that's that's a rod style you know um like, like i said there's a slight v shape to it but you'd still call it a rod style light anomaly because it was a you know, three inch bar of light 
without a light source. It, it was itself. And the way I've kind of viewed that now, just kind of thinking it through, was that if it was its own light source and it had that slight V shape to it, I think it was standing on the ground. Extremely small creature or whatever this thing was, entity or whatever, was standing on the ground and sending out this bar of light from it that you know was only powerful enough to extend three inches from it you know it would make a slight v-shape like that coming from it and then dispersing out a little bit and then the waving back and forth if we're talking fairy wings perhaps i mean that and that's why we've gone down the fairy route with this thing so that and it just freaking looked like tinkerbell flying around <laughs> it just really did um which makes me happy because I I want there to be little, you know, little fairies. I mean, I hear like the some of them aren't so pleasant, you know. But you know, I've never had anything bad happen to me because of that, you know. So, but I also I saw at Eldred House. Um, this has been quite a while back. This was before Mike. Before we even started talking, really. There was a before me? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> we, we, were, we were at Eldred House, right? S sad day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, Eldred House wasn't quite so, it's it's had some remodeling done, so it looks a lot better now. But then it was, it was not always safe to be in some of the rooms. So. Some, some rooms didn't have floors, right? Right, some of them didn't have floors, like. The, the money from investigations and donations and the different stuff that they've done, you can see the big difference. Always have appreciated it about that place because you can tell where that money's going. There's not like five years down the road and it still looks exactly the same where the hell's money going. Right. You know where it's going in this place and you can tell, you know. And so, so I was on the first floor, second floor. I was on the second floor. I'm sitting on the second floor. And uh, meanwhile, you can see through, you know, the floor in some of the spots. You know, um, like I said, it really was not safe to be in there sometimes. And I saw um, down the hall um, a, a bar, like a big bar of light. Hmm. And um, I saw it just kind of, you know. And it was bright too. It was just kind of floating in the air like yeah, that? Yeah, it just kind of, no, it was like, it, I thought it, I don't know what I thought it was. All I know was like this, it looked like a flashlight beam. So hmm. I thought that, you know, the other team that we were with, the guys that we were there with, um, I thought that they were underneath messing with me with a flashlight, you know, because they knew you could see. Sometimes you could, you know, look down there. But I thought that they were underneath messing with me. Um, so then I yelled up, you know, to the next floor. It's like, hey, where, where's, where are the guys at? You know, and they were up the road at the cemetery. So okay. there was nobody so it down wasn't, there. Yeah, it wasn't anybody. Like uh, Kelly Davis, love her. Uh, she was there with us, but she was outside in her truck studying. Um, she just kind of let us, you know, do our own thing. And every once in a while she'd come and she'd check in and stuff like that. And... I was with uh, Rita 
and we had uh, on last week. Yeah, and our friend Teresa, and they were upstairs. So I sent a text out to Kelly and told her what I saw. She was like, "Oh yeah, it's probably Emmeline." That's how she oh, appears sometimes. Interesting. So there's actually a name to this. Yeah, and uh, Emmeline okay. would have been um, James's wife. Okay. And so I was. So she's like, the lady of the house. Yeah. Okay. And she says, "That's how I see her. That's how others, you know, that's how she shows herself to others sometimes." Cool. So I'm like, but I didn't see a form or features or a person, or whatever. It was just this bar of light that just went. It was bright now. It was about, what? you can't see the umbrellas, but it was like bright. It was like, <laughs> no, it was okay. Yeah, it was like someone was taking a flashlight beam and just, you know, shining straight up and going That's across. pretty impressive. It was pretty, I was impressed. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I just saw that. I don't ever <laughs> see, you know. And, you know, then I was not really seeing a whole lot of things. I was feeling things and I was hearing things, but I wasn't really seeing anything. Yeah, that kind of leads into our next question uh, from Betty Lange. How soon after you started to go places did you see your first orb? Like in real time? Yeah, uh, in real time. Well, at the cafe. The cafe. <laughs> we went all Great cafe episode last week, by the yeah. way. For we were, we're going to have another one. We're going to have another one. We yeah. have to have another one. There was a lot of untold stuff. Well, yeah, on that episode last week, the, was episode just, the, was... the technical issues last week were crazy. Right. Um, we would always see. Uh, I would see, see that. Right, right there. Else. There's. A, I'm sorry, totally off topic. There's an I Am the Walrus reference right there. Karen Whitaker, <laughs> cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> <laughs> it was part of the traveling this weekend. It, I Am the Walrus came up on my iPod while we were traveling. She's like, what is this? I'm like, what this is, is my this? favorite Beatles song. I am the walrus. Cuckoo, cuckoo. I gotta tell you, because it's so his, freaking twisted. So. His iPod. <laughs> I mean, there's a theme to mine. You know, it's you can tell what genre. Yeah, I mean, pretty much a theme, but there's other has, stuff on there. Yeah, I was I was getting place. down now into some prints and stuff like that. I I'm a metal girl, but I can I can. I've got plenty of metal on there. But I can get down to some prints, so. In any case, cafe or. Anyway, cafe <laughs> that was my orb, fault. yeah. I. Oh, by the way, see. inside the upside down shirt. There we go. Yeah, Adam I Tillery. I, I couldn't wear mine. Mine was dirty. I wore it last week and I washed it. Oh, yeah, I did. I just. Anyway, anyway. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, um, we would see orbs of all different colors in that place. Um, mostly they were like candle flame or, you know, colors, like regular light colors, but. Um, just like on the goldenrod, you know, every once in a while we would see a red one bouncing around. Um, saw um, some blue and some green ones upstairs in the cafe from downstairs. And, you know, in there you could see everything. You saw everything. I mean, if, you, if there was something that, oh, I've never seen that before. Well, you go in that building, you're going to experience it, which is why we really need to get back. We really there. need to get back in there. Really need to get I have back a feeling there. that that place is active without, you know, it's it has residual activity in it. Everywhere does, you know, um, but just the interactions of that place, even the the balls of light in there. Um, every once in a while, if you would tell one to, you know, come in the room or go in another room. You know, I mean, it's like, oh, okay, well, 
So I didn't know that, you know, orbs could interact, you know, with you. But sometimes they did in there. Um, didn't hear any noise, really. Um, couldn't always feel when they were coming. But they would definitely show themselves in there. So I think it's just one time did one of the little orbs, the little twinkles, that I actually felt it a split second before it showed up. And that was in the yard before I moved. Before we moved here. Right. Yeah, and you um, saw that. Yeah, yeah, just before here. It was, you know, the size of a golf ball. It was like um, like candle flame, borderline, like a yellowish color. And then um, pretty close to the ground, you know. But it was big. I mean, you know how big fireflies, how big lightning bugs are around here. Um, this was, you know, like I said, golf ball size. They don't make them that big here. Mm-hmm. Um, our mosquitoes, that's a different story, but they don't light up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it scared me, you know, but I felt, I was like, ooh, there's, you know, split second, there's something, and then boom, you know, there it was, and I jumped, you know, and I apologized because I wanted it to come back so bad. You know, I was like, oh, my God, it's that close to me. You yeah, know? it's not like there on in like less yeah. than a half a and second and i apologized for scaring it and i said you know please come back and it lit up again but this time it was several feet away mm-hmm. so and then, I, and then i didn't see it anymore so i was like sharon lane is saying the haunted cafe stories are so awesome love it oh my so god cool. there's, yeah there's a lot of stories there there's just so much that you guys didn't hear yeah um just because we'll definitely of, do a follow-up episode yeah, so, that was so, so yeah. nuts, that place. I'm going to write a book. That I told Rita, I was like, especially now. Yeah. We have to write a book. We yeah. have to do it. So, um, you know, as far as like my first orb, I don't know. It's not like I really keep track of that stuff. Um, you know, and most of my, most of the stories that I tell, you know, like first experiences are all like shadow people. <laughs> Just very different. Um yeah, I never really kept track of that because there would be times where we'd go out investigating and you like, you think you see something? So, um, I mean, the one there at Black Bear Church was like a no-doubter. Um, but prior to that, I mean, I, I mean, there were times on investigations like you thought you, you know, saw whatever. Um, so it's hard to tell. I, I'm not really certain. You know, because I didn't have a place like you you know, with the cafe where you go to all the time, would have all this crazy activity again and again and again. Yeah, we were in there you know, every I day. was doing more, um, you know, more residential cases, um, and those were really hit or miss. Most of those places were not haunted, you know. So it's like you're going there, you know, trying to see if there's you know any activity, you know, some you know, some sort of paranormal whatever going on. And most of those, there's just wasn't a dang thing going on. So there was nothing to observe at those places, you know, and that was, you know, that, that was most of my early stuff other than like my personal experiences. Um, and then, you know, like way back in the day where I didn't know what the hell was going on, but you'd call it a paranormal investigation. So, was, you know, um, so first, I would say first, no doubter that, yeah, that's a freaking orb, illuminate ball of light would be, uh, would be the black bear one that I showed. Um, everything else before that, it's kind of like maybe, maybe, I don't know. So, um, it's Sean and Oldsmith. I would like to see investigation of the cafe. I mean, you could search around there. Um, we you can have, Google for it. Oh, um, 
I doubt very seriously that they're watching or will see this, but there was this, uh, these, a couple of guys that wanted to film us in there. And there's a series, there's three videos. They were very cheesy. <laughs> and there are other words that I could use, but I'm not going to. Um, but you at least got to see the inside of the cafe. Also, if you watched the episode My Ghost Story, season six, episode there 21. Uh, Gropes of Wrath. You can find it on uh, Amazon and I don't know where else. It's like a dollar, dollar ninety nine, whatever. It's a great episode, though. Um, also, uh, if you find Three Girls in the Dark and Chris and Chris Sutton, you know they were they investigated in the cafe also. Uh, and I know that there's some footage, you know, in there from them, too. So, I mean, there's some places, you know, that has it. Uh, we just, we didn't video anything. You know, it was very rare. You know, we were the main tools in there. And, you know, our cameras and digital recorders, and that's all we needed. Yeah, see, that's kind of the thing is, like, a lot of the um, older investigations, it's, you know, we weren't doing the YouTube thing back then. Um, we weren't trying to get on any shows or anything like that. Like, you know, other people were. It was you know, mostly just going in and doing photography and you had the audio recorder. And so that's why, you know, some of the older clips that, you know, I throw up here for you guys, it, it's a photo. And, you know, like the whole crawler incident, there's no video of that. You know, I, I, I tossed up some of the audio of that. Um, you know, but that's that's what you got. You know, that's what we did back then. You know, all the video. I mean, even I mean, the video cameras were a heck of a lot more expensive back then too. So, um, not that they're not pricey now, but back then, you know, your um, your average paranormal investigative team didn't have all the fancy camera rigs. That was like the guys on TV. Um, you know, when the stuff on TV started coming out, you know, or you know, the guys that had a lot of money, you know, so, um, yeah, um, let's see, B3 Aerospace says, uh, write that daggum book, Shauna. <laughs> I know, I know, I, I kind of feel compelled to, to get the story out there a little faster than I originally anticipated, so, uh, well, you know. Yeah. Sean Oldsmith asks, he says, I've seen... Uh, that my ghost story. Um, did the bookshelf really fly at them as they left? Yeah, that really happened. Um, we for the show you have to recreate stuff so that people get an idea of what happened. So they had to recreate that, but the story was true. Um, I can tell you with one hundred percent certainty. And if I say something happened, it happened. You can believe me or not believe me, but uh, there was uh, how many of us? Uh, one, two, three, four, five people who ran out of there as if our lives were in danger. And they really were. I mean, I didn't realize that stuff like that could happen. You know, I, you know, if I didn't want them to hurt me, they wouldn't hurt me. Um, I could see them, but I couldn't, you know, feel stuff like that. I, I did not know that they could do stuff like that. I had not been exposed to anything like that yet. And yeah, that thing came flying across the room from the floor, from point A to point B, the edge of, uh, to where the doorway, to where we had just gone through. Um, and I mean, it was a, it was a full bookcase, 
you know, and there was even stuff sitting, you know, other stuff sitting, books stacked, and there was like a little couple of knickknacks down on there, and the bottom of it was just completely full, and it just, that thing just came off the floor with just boom, like someone just picked it up and hurled it across the room. Um, I was the first one out the door. So uh, there's a couple of people yeah. asking again the uh, season and episode because they didn't catch it earlier. Yeah, it's season six, episode 21, The Gropes of Wrath. Gropes of Wrath. And the because Shauna got groped. Because I, I got groped. Yep. <laughs> so, and um, for the illuminated ball of light, Black Bear Church, that was also a My Ghost Story episode, Church of Darkness. Um, I can't remember the season. It was um, overall for My Ghost Story, it was episode number 45. So it was called Church of Darkness. So, all right. Well, I think that's going to do it, guys. It is just after midnight in the east, after 11 here. So, and I know some people have already checked out. So we'll go ahead and wrap it up and, um, and, and say goodnight. So let's get down to our super chat superstars for tonight Tom McNicholas and BD Flint. Thank you both very much for being super chat superstars tonight. And, I mean, you can see the line there is gradually going down because everybody's yeah. getting tired, going to sleep. So I don't blame you. It's it's, yeah. it's I'm tired. Yep. <laughs> it's very exhausting. So all right. So in tonight, yeah, there's Tom McNicholas. He says he lost power for ten minutes. See, Whoa. I'm telling you, there's just junk going on tonight. This show stayed up. Thank you. Yeah. What in the world? Wow. I think wow. it's a Skype thing. It's it, it could be a Skype thing. Um, it, it just seemed, ever since that Skype update, it has act really freaking funky. It just really had, and there's nothing I can do about it. I mean, we could we could look at alternatives like using Zoom or something like that. Um, I don't know. So um, B3 Airspace says this was a good show. Thank you. Well, thank you, B3 Airspace. So well, there's two deep down the rabbit hole Patreon patrons right there. So we'll get to those real quick. Tom McNicholas, B3 Airspace, Zippy Davis, BD Flint, Pamela Queen, and Andrew Cox. Thank you very much for being deep down the rabbit hole Patreon patrons, as well as all the other Patreon patrons that we have out there. You guys have a new behind-the-scenes video that got released today. Go check it out. So it's uh, Shauna and I just before, well, part of it's just before and part of it's just after her very first appearance on Friday Night Ghost Rides, <laughs> <laughs> which was the um, the doll episode oh, with Zara. Yeah. So there's some before and after of that. So you guys go check that out. Um, so I want to thank um, Donna Gordon for... Cheshire catting the chat. I think I got it that time. Cheshire catting the chat. Did I get it, Donna? I hope so. <laughs> All right. So uh, there's Sean Oldsmith, who it's uh, the afternoon for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so thank you, Sean. Thank you, Tammy Heitzman, for joining us again. Um, what Donna's saying, what's that one Google shout outs? I don't know about Google. Um, okay, there's the Haglin. It says, great show. Thank you very much. And Amanda Donaldson from uh, Fairy Plantation and Acid Paranormal. Thank you for joining us tonight. Michelle Thompson, thanks for joining us again. There's Sharon Lane. Thank you very much for always being such a great support. Betty Lange, thank you very much as well for the questions. Uh, Kathy Siliento, thank you as well. Pungai Fungi. Uh, yeah, pinch yourself to keep awake. I just pound the coffee. Haunted Road Roast. Haunted Road Roast. That's right. 
Haunted Road Roast. It helps you hunt ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, um, if you guys didn't catch it earlier, um, the Spreadshirt uh, shop of ours, uh, shop.spreadshirt.com slash Haunted Road Media, uh, 15% off starting um, October 10th till the 13th. You can get this great new shirt. Uh, inside the upside down designed by adam tillery you can get one of our new hats that are out there we've got hoodies we've got uh all kinds of stuff um so go check it out so um let's see uh katie palmer thank you very much jill nachimsky thank you as well shay carroll thank you very very much um there's tracy christian thank you uh karen whitaker thank you and thanks for getting us off on the uh, I am the walrus tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Schoen, thank you again for joining us and for all of your support. Um, let's see who else. I know some people were checking out. There's Robert. Thank you again, Robert. Absolutely appreciate it. Um, there's Adam Tillery. Woo-woo. Hannah's got to drink up again. <laughs> um, who else do we got? Judy Wilson. Thank you very much. Um, Commander Gaming. Hi, Connor. He says, I've been to the, that cafe. I feel relevant now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When it was a functioning cafe. Uh-huh. Yeah. He used to come in there all the time, get some ice cream, get some food. Nice. Nice. And yet I still haven't been. Um, Carol Zarella checked in and said, hello. Thank you for joining us tonight, Carol. Please subscribe. Please subscribe. Um. Oh, and I missed this question from Betty asking if you think the colors might represent temperature in orbs. Because we have seen different colors. I've heard that they represent age before. Or possibly, um, you know, like their their energy, the strength of the energy, of the whatever that they're putting out. I, I don't really know. Them. I don't think anybody really knows why the yeah. colors are. I think people guess that, um, yeah, it might be age, might be, you know, a different type of energy, might be this, might be that. Nobody really knows. You know, unless no. they tell you how old they are. I have no then idea. Then how do you know? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, there is Cetal DP says goodnight. Sean Gilmore said goodnight a little bit earlier. Um... I think that is about it. Oh, Donna's saying it's what a lot of YouTubers use uh, for their live feeds. The uh, She's talking about Google Hangouts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they were supposed to be getting rid of Google Hangouts, which is why I've never gone to it. But apparently they've never actually gotten rid of it, even though they have been for years saying they're getting rid of it. So I never, I never went to it. Um, all right, so, and the Gucci star says goodnight. All right, Gucci star, very cool. Good to see you again. All right, well, I think that is going to about do it. You guys all have a great night. Um, what do we have on tap? So uh, we have more investigation videos, uh, Friday Night Ghost Frights, and then, of course, new shows next week. So stay tuned, and we will see you, um, well, Friday, of course, will be the next video upload. And then we'll see you live here next week. Till then, you guys have a great night.